Hey, this is Max, and you're listening to The Uncommon Truth, a podcast produced by the Father's House Church of Orville, where we talk about Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be. The Uncommon Truth is available anywhere podcasts can be found, so make sure you subscribe, leave a rating, a review, and let us know what you think so that more people can get involved with the conversations about Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be. Welcome to The Uncommon Truth. My name is Max, and I'm with Stephen, Vicki, Orsillo, pastors of the Father's House Church, and this is episode 53 of The Uncommon Truth. All right. Thanks for joining us. We got another 100 degree day. That's going to be the new norm here in Oroville in the summer. And we're all wearing black shirts. Yeah, we're, we're soaking it in. And it's okay because last night we moved into a new house with Central Air. Oh, I bet you're loving life. New house on campus. Wow. We got uh, our three, three kids. Yeah, it feels like a mansion. Yep. We don't have to we don't have to put them, like strap them in the car seat every morning to get them to oh, nursery. Wow. We don't have to sleep in the same room as a screaming baby. Wow, you won Looking the at us at night wondering <laughs> Things are why looking you're not up, picking man. me up. <laughs> right? That must be awkward. So, it's great, yeah. yeah. And far Does enough she- away, the baby, we can choose whether we hear the baby or not. That's right. You could just put the sound machine and roll over. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. So. It's, I'm it's happy really for good. You. What's Got new for you guys? Well, we have a lot of people happy with their new homes. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that was a domino switch, right? Yes. Like, we were the first domino to fall. We moved in, move. and then some people moved into our place, and then moved into their place, like five or six in total, right? Still, I think so now. Dominoes isn't it? are still falling everywhere. I think the beauty right. of community living. It's probably pretty cool. People are uh, everybody's upgrading. Yeah, yep. everybody's no, upgrading. Nobody's upset with with having to move their stuff. I no, love it. no, it's, yeah. yeah, it's so awesome. The cool thing is we just packed our stuff and everybody moved it for us and wow. cleaned for us. Did they really? Yeah. It's awesome. What a community. And then our friend Luke came and told us the 75 different ways that were to arrange the house so that no he way. can be there. No way. And it was, it was great. So we moved the couch and then we moved the couch and then we moved the Is he going to spend the night there with you guys? Is that what you say? He hangs out with us a is lot. Is he babysitting? So. No, but wow. eventually probably. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. We'll talk about like he's not here. But nobody knows mm-hmm. that he's here. Luke's our, our production. Yeah, he's our right producer. there. Producer, he's sitting off in in the he's corner. And he, he is not single. Us. He has a girlfriend. That's right. Oh, they say he's not single. They'd yeah. be offended if we called him. Yeah, single. we he's, right. he has a girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. What about Yos? Is Yos single? He's our other producer. Yos is still single. Well, Yos is single, yeah. and okay. he's still cute. But he's not desperate. No. Not desperate. No. All right. So we got we got Luke in on the first three minutes, and Yos in the first three minutes. So that's We've hit good. all the bells and the new, and the new, new houses and the dominoes. Yeah, the dominoes have fallen. So today we are going to be talking about a couple weeks ago we visited the subject of being salt and light. Correct. And actually that that podcast has got a lot of people listening to it because I think it hits a, a chord with a lot of people. Good. Everybody has this. I think Christians have this thing in the, inside them. They know that we're supposed to be making a difference in the world and we're supposed to be, um, I guess, noticeable in in our christianity and so a lot of people are paying attention interacting with that episode if you haven't listened to it you don't need to listen to it before listening to this one but you can go back it's on uncommonpodcast.com check it out which i like the new i knew like that new it's address. really easy it's easy, easy to remember easy peasy for old people so we're kind of jumping off that <laughs> subject with everything in mind that's been going on oh, in the boy. last when by the time this episode drops it'll be two weeks since everything that started happening with George Floyd and, so sad. and we think we're cresting this wave of COVID-19 and we're going to be on the down downslope and things are going to start yeah. looking up in our country and, and more stuff comes out. 
it's like uh, 2020 has been such a crazy year so far, right? <laughs> yeah. And so I wanted to talk with you guys, just a real frank conversation about what are we doing as Christians with this stuff? That's like, a good how, how are we? We were very theoretical in talking about being salt and light, mm-hmm. and we we did get into into some practicalities, but now we've got some real stuff in front of us where it's like another test, right? We mm-hmm. I think we talked about that. Like COVID-19 was this test of how are we going to be salt and light. Mm-hmm. And now we got another one. And uh, I don't know. I want to see if we're so far, if we're doing well, if we're passing, failing, yeah, what's good. our grade as, as the church as a whole. And, and maybe we can leave with some ways that individuals can feel like, okay, I can be better at being salt and light to my neighbors. I mean, people are hurting, right? And They're they, hurt. They're so scared. And that's what we need to do as Christians. We need to be there for them. So, that's right. Um, what messages have you guys been hearing? Because it's it's hard to it's hard to see like you poke your head out of your house and it's right there in front of you. So if you travel in any kind of you know you spend a lifetime going to this church that church in this group you know this conference, go to go to this you know we go to transform our world catch the fire, you know we 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 come from Foursquare you you just end up with lots of Christians in your background and far-reaching social media we traveled to england we got luke's church and uh in england and all the people that you know you connect to so you end up on on social media with a ton of christians and christian leaders yeah who are all commenting and all saying stuff and i i found that for guys people who carry the gospel the commenting on social injustice or social doctrine or social what we what should happen what this president did right what that one did wrong <coughs> excuse me and you know who who should do what like they they should meet these looters with violence or how appalling that they would meet these mm-hmm. looters with violence you know they should all be in jail they should all not be in jail and it is exactly the mixed message that the world is saying there is no difference when christians weigh in on social things they they may all tend to be or they the majority may tend to be right-leaning with a few Mm left-leaning but no matter what you go on on a question on a non-christian website or a non-christian christian conversation and it's exactly the same except there's more cuss words yeah a little bit more violent reaction you know and it's not much different and i think that i think that when jesus was giving the pharisees that tongue lashing of the eight woes you know he was telling them that you've created a system that is just ridiculous you you have completely ignored god's will and what the truth is Mm -hmm. and you have uh taken the precepts of men and made them the doctrines of god last week or on that one you're referring to we talked about the 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 world thinks the church is irrelevant the world thinks the church is non-essential is the word we used yep and it's true we are we've decided to be inside the four walls navel gazing so to us the spiritual concept is very essential spiritual relationship and all the things is super essential but they don't see it and Mm. for us we think we should be able to weigh in with our voice on political issues when I know that what Jesus is telling the Pharisees is God's message is what you should be preaching as Christian leaders, as Christian gatherings, Christian groups like churches, 
um, any other social group that's Christian or parachurch organization. Your voice should all be all about the answer to this problem. The answer to your hate is forgiveness and love because that's what Jesus Christ has preached. It should be testimonials of, yes, I used to be this angry. And I'm no longer that angry because Jesus has healed my heart. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit has transformed me. He can transform you too. He can help you too. In every one of these riots, in every one of these cities, everyone's a victim. Even though some people are hitting others with two befores, one gets hit and one does the hitting. They are, they are down in their heart and in their soul. They are hurting. They yeah. are hurting bad. And does it really matter if me as a Christian leader and who and who cares what I think about the National Guard mm -hmm. or the the violence? Come, yeah. Hey, you know, you got to come in with rubber bullets and just start firing away, man. Those guys, you got to stop these people from hurting people. You got to come in and knock them down. My opinion is not going to make that happen or not happen. What I have a chance to do is speak into 100 people who are hurt and maybe get through to a couple of them that Jesus is calling you out of this hurt and into healing hmm. and he loves you. Yeah. And I, that's, I think the answer to the question, I think the Christian, what I'm hearing is the desire for the church to weigh in on politics, the church to weigh in on social events, the church to weigh in on George uh, Floyd one way or the other. And what we should be weighing in on is that the action was despicable. And God loves the guy that with the knee on the neck. And God loves all the people, including George Floyd. He wants to save you. And that guy in prison is going to need Jesus. Yeah. George Floyd standing before God. I wish we could have got Jesus to him. Mm -hmm. Um I hope he did. I hope he cried. In fact, I heard him praying on the ground. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Um, I, th I think he said that. He might have said oh, something else, but I thought he was praying. Yeah. Crying out for mercy. And let's hope that's what he did. But, you know, there's no way we can say, yes, this is a this is a this event happened because it was so and so's fault or so and so's fault. This is a disease in our country. It's a disease in our world mm -hmm. called hate. It's a disease called anger. And the, and the only solution Christian le leaders should be talking about is the love of Jesus Christ healing and transforming your heart. That's the only hope. And that when I see the Miami police went down on a knee to beg forgiveness for what the police department has done to the community and then pray with the people, that's what everybody should be talking about. Mm. This yeah. is the solution. Just when you're when they're coming, bow your knee and pray. And ask them to forgive you for your part in the division. I've never been racist in my life, but I should be apologizing for the racism, and I should be apologizing for the the condition of our country because the church went to sleep and refused to be salt. Yeah, and that's how we got here. Mm. We became non-essential. Yeah, and we need to pick up our banner and get out there and be essential bring food bring clothing bring bring warmth in the cold and and cooling in the heat we need to bring a message and a voice that says stop and love let's forgive yeah. let's let's forgive so vicky we've been i guess one thing that's been sticking out to me is talking about the four walls of the church and sitting back 
and only popping our heads out when it's like, oh, we've got something we need to say or, or the world's expecting a response, so we better send somebody, push somebody outside and, and put a microphone in their face. What do you, what's the answer to that? Instead of being stuck inside, what do, what do we need to do as Christians so that our voice isn't just kind of every once in a while, but it's always out there? Well, I think, I think um, dealing with your fear, there, it feels like I've had a conversation today, it feels like there's a lot of fear the world feels very unsteady. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like right here. It's like um, it just feels like this is a world that we, Steve and I, have never seen in our whole life. So our natural inclination, mine included, is to stay inside the four walls or stay inside of my house on the hill and not venture out. Yeah. But I believe um, coming in the opposite spirit, and that's what we were talking about uh, in our in our staff meeting, is like how do we come in the opposite spirit of hatred and, and, uh, and uh, unforgiveness. Well, I think it's like adopting our block and going yeah. door to door with people, giving them everything we have, coming in love, coming in the opposite spirit and getting out of your fear and your, um, I, I have to get mine. I, you know, mm. I have to self-protect and giving your life away. That's what Jesus would, d- would do. You know, I, I'm taken back by his, the story of the crucifixion and his, his prosecution, you know, quote yeah. unquote, kangaroo and, court. Yeah, and he didn't say a word. Yeah, you know, and he could have said a word, and yeah. he was he was unjustly for uh, he was unjustly accused. in so many places accused, yeah. and he just didn't say anything. And I think, uh, you know, what Steve is saying, the church is trying to either be politically correct or wise, and It'll be a voice out there, a voice know. of reason, Add and their voice. And I think we just need to come in the opposite spirit, and love yeah. covers the multitude of sins and deal with situations as they come in love so i guess my answer would be do something yeah you've got a lot of friends in the community lots of non-christian friends whenever we have an event uh and and i help coordinate a lot of the events and Mm -hmm. so you'll send me a text so and so at at starbucks says she wants to donate this Mm -hmm. and and uh so and so at at taco bell wants to donate this and these are like big multinational corporations and they've got a franchise here in orville and you as a Christian have made inroads just by being a friend to these mm-hmm. people, right? Yeah. And being somebody, maybe it's not like a, a huge deal. It's just you being you to them. And so then when, when the time comes to actually something big happens, you your voice carries a lot of weight wow. because you've been there through everything, right? Well, yeah. I, I see that because, you know, we had that whole thing where Starbucks changed their Christmas. They don't have Christmas cups anymore, yeah. right? And, People and we have outraged. this big we have this big Christmas program every year where uh, we f- raise money to provide kids with and help the community provide kids with Christmas presents called Gift of Hope. Mm-hmm. And you get the most incredible donations from from these big companies that don't even recognize Christmas, right? Because they're like, wow, I I want to give to what this woman's a part of and what this church is a part of. Yeah, I think I, that's interesting because I'm just sitting here thinking, you know the moral outrage of Starbucks. And I, I actually was joining the chorus for quite a, for quite a few years. I wouldn't go to Starbucks because they're blah, 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 you know, whatever. Anti-Christian. Anti-Christian. And it's like coming in the opposite spirit and just loving the local person in front of you, I think is it just holds so much weight. I think that's what you're talking about. I just ran into um, uh, the city leaders that I was out to lunch just now, and, they, and the mayor was there, and he, he was with three dignitaries from, the, from and, and he introducing me to everybody because mm-hmm. it's like you know it's a restaurant you know it's like oh hi how are you but he sat there and, and, and introduced me and then I ran into another guy who who honestly I didn't even think he liked me mm-hmm. and it's like one of those guys you're like 
Sometimes he says hi to you. Sometimes he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. And it was like he's been watching the broadcast. Our, our live broadcast. Our live broadcast. And he's like telling me how incredible we are at the Father's house. Mm-hmm. And I think and through this time, you know, with the coronavirus and now the, the race riots, we don't want – we at the Father's house do not want to – um, sully the name of Jesus. We want to be loved to the haters. We want to be the voice of reason. Uh, we want to be the bridge. We want to be able to reach the city leaders and the Starbuck leaders and the people that are throwing bricks at you know people, yeah. police officers, the police officers. And so I, I'm, I really appreciate that observation for, from you because I'm just really being myself mm-hmm. and um, and the Lord uses me. And I don't have like. When I look around the Father's house, so many gifted people, you included, Steve included, Luke included, and you're just excellent. We talked about perfectionism yeah. last year, week, and I said I'm, I'm close enough, kind of. I'm that kind of person. Yeah. But I do have an, my, my gifting is making people feel comfortable, hospitality. Mm-hmm. So the Lord allows me to use that in the city and at the Father's house, and I'm really grateful yeah. that I can't do podcasts or I can't do write books or I can't uh, make houses, but I can, I can love people. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm really grateful that I can I can do that. Yeah. I don't know if that answered anything, but I sure enjoyed saying it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. There we well, go. I thought it was perfect. Thank you. But, you You're know, my favorite. Don't enough. tell Luke. You're we my do favorite. We have people. Uh, we just a small aside. I had somebody stop me yesterday and say that they recognize some of the songs. They never heard of the band Toto before, but we've mentioned Toto a few times on our show. And they they recognized the songs that they knew the songs based on our rendition Come of singing on. about ten seconds of them. Wow! So uh, well, you're, shout out you're to really you. good at that. That was our friend Marissa. Marissa. So thanks for listening, Marissa. Hey, Marissa Woodard, you are a good person, a good mom. Good so we're Christian. we're very glad yeah. to have you listening yeah. and yeah. giving us some feedback. Thanks, Marissa. Yeah. So Steve, I wanted to ask you. You preach a really good sermon. Oh my goodness! In a really a good time of need. And, yes. And I love your voice because your voice is out there all the time anyway you're you're not going to stop preaching jesus right and when when something's happening you're going to preach jesus and what jesus says about this thing yeah it was so good And so obviously this weekend was a tough weekend for everybody in the country and and you didn't shy away from it you were you were speaking fire and that's going to be on youtube i'll make sure i'll i put a a little um i'll put the link in the it's a musty sermon like it's a best sermon i think I've ever heard him speak regarding our response to social injustice and yeah. social justice. And it, it was it was just what I really appreciate coming from different churches is I what you talked about, the church picking and choosing their time to be a voice and not be a voice. And, well, sometimes I'll be a voice if I feel like the society's going to make me speak out or, or something. And I see, I've seen that in a lot of churches that uh, kind of walking the line. Um, but you just met it straight on and helped your the people listening kind of put it in the right terms. So I, I want to ask you a question. Who do you think we're trusting in when we're getting into all these debates on social media? Um, we're saying, well, th- these people are in the right or these people are in the right. Or um, who, who are we trusting in when we do that? I think it's a trust in the overall society. I think um, if you were to, if you were to look at, every angle it all comes from a world system okay and i think that we begin to trust in that world system i got to tell you right now with the world system breaking down in the cities and and you know like where are those people going to buy things now that all the stores are looted Mm -hmm. two weeks from now will there be recovery if they don't stop now 
Yeah, we and thought it was bad they... when we couldn't get yeah. toilet paper yeah. for, for a shipment or what two. What happens when nobody can buy any food because they can't find a grocery store that hasn't been looted, looted, you know? And it's a world system that's broke down now, and it's breaking down worse and worse and worse. And we all came to trust in that world system, mm-hmm. and wow. I feel it. I wow. woke up this morning feeling it tremendously, like the world has changed and things are falling apart. So sad. And, you know, the truth is the Christian mindset is supposed to not fall apart when the world falls apart it's supposed to be my trust is in something far greater that you know will i be able to eat enough to remain heavy that might not be and i might Mm -hmm. suffer a little yeah but will he take care of me and that's the answer that's the that's the one you got to find do i believe and do i believe in his love for me is he going to take care of me now, I call taking care of me getting me across the finish line to heaven. It's good. Yeah. That is not what I'm worried about in the morning. Jeez, am I going to go to heaven today if I die? No. I'm worried more about the world system crashing and the chaos and the difficulty and the comforts, comforts of my life being disrupted. And wow. I think that that proves that even as hard as I try, I'm still trusting in a world system that yeah. it can't support me, you know. I won't have everything I've had before. Uh, you know, I, I think about it sometimes. I think, man, are we going to end up living in a field like under a tree mm. because we're on the run because we believe? They don't like people who believe. I don't know. I don't know all these things. Every one of them that I, my, my mind has imagined has happened already in the past in the Iron Curtain countries and in yeah. China when they were trying to squash Christianity or religion. And if you were in a Muslim country proclaiming to be a Christian, you'd be on the run. Mm-hmm. You'd be an underground. And so it's not like far-fetched. I mean, this is something going on all over the world. And so you wake up in the morning and you start wondering, is the world going to crash today? Is Things are changing so fast. How far will it go? Will it even get out here to rural America? Yeah. Will the small town people start rioting and start killing each other for the color of their skin? Will What will happen? You know, will there be all-out war? Will the rednecks rise up? Will the gun the gun lobby come forward and just start shooting people? What will happen to disrupt our life even further? Well, I think it's because we forget who we trust in, who we rest in. Yeah, who we should and, be. And I think you can I think you can accurately gauge your faith by the rest you're able to find in your trust for Him. Okay. Can you rest in peace? Can you have peace in the storm? Jesus sleeping in the boat is a common sermon. Jesus asleep in the boat. The storm is raging. They're crying out, we're dying. They even wake him up. Don't you care? We're dying. <laughs> and he calms the storm. And it's, he, had, he had peace that everything was fine. Right. They didn't. And I think that we, if we trust in a world system, we are going to have to trust again. Wow. If we trust in God, we're going to see his hand and we're going to know following him, even if it's through the valley of the shadow of death, we are going to know his hand is upon me for good. And they can only hurt my body. They can't they can't take my soul. If I believe in eternal life, then I know that this is this is where I'm headed. And if I believe in the world system, I get all freaked out, man. Yeah, there's n- there's no guarantees, uh-huh. right? We didn't no. see any of this coming in January no. January one. Mm-hmm. We didn't see 
no. you know, we, we were talking about it's the year for 2020 vision. We're going to see clear. Yeah. I would have, I would have accepted the riots. I figured anarchy is coming. Yeah. I've been, I've been saying that for a long time. Anarchy, a storm is rising and anarchy's coming. I don't know what'll trigger it. Yeah. But, but for the whole world to be crippled by this disease, that shocks me that somebody pulled that off. Yeah. It's Never so before have the healthy been punished or, or quarantine for the, I mean, it's crazy. Right. And I don't want to get into what I think about that, but never before is this kind of thing. And it just mm -hmm. happened so overnight and the whole world complied. Schools shut down. I mean, just everyone accepted it. Just yeah. boom. It's like a spiritual slumber. Mm -hmm. And I thought that would cause anarchy and it didn't. But I think the springboard of being clo uh, locked up for 12 weeks. The perfect know, storm. Perfect yeah. storm. It's like, let's get out and, of here. And you can see a little bit. I'm not to go too far down the rabbit trail, but it's so it's so interesting that church is still not something that's okay in a lot of places. You yeah. still can't go to church, but you want to go to the streets and loot. Yeah, then then that's kind of okay. But I, I don't want to go yeah, there. Yeah, I wanna I wanna ask about so when when we're not doing a good job as Christians showing people that we have peace in who we're trusting in. Um, are we actually keeping them, if they're following us, are we keeping them away from God? Like Jesus said to the Pharisees, you're, you're keeping, you're actively keeping people out of Yeah, heaven. he said, you don't let people go to heaven. Wow. You know, you're not making it your way to heaven and you're not, you're not, he said, actually, you're not allowing people. What's mm. the scripture reference? I don't um, know what you're talk, talking about, uh, Matthew. Matthew 23. 23 yeah. yeah. If you want um, to read it, the, the, se yeah, the seven the eight woes. woes. The eight woes. And, like and I, I will put that in the, yeah. in the YouTube uh, description and in the, yeah, it's a the show message. description. So here's the thing, the though. The, yeah, so great. let's just think about the shop owner that got hit with a two before. And, and her husband came out. He got beat down. All the people whose businesses, you know, they live day to day, check to check. Completely shredded. No income's going to happen there for a really long time. Mm -hmm. They feel hopeless, even if insurance is going to make them healthy or if government bailouts are going to happen. They're still in a hopeless position. Jesus. They're not talking, let's go to church. Yeah. Because they don't think they can find anything at church. It's very difficult to rise up in a catastrophe and say, look, we are your solution. We have people who will serve you, help you, bandage your wounds good samaritan stuff mm -hmm. heal your wounds take care of your food for you clean up your restaurant for you and we will help you we will come to your aid that's not going to happen they're not going to trust in the church today but if over the last 10 years that person saw that everyone that's in trouble everyone that gets mugged everyone that has unfair circumstances that church really helps them and if yeah. they can help them they sure try when they got hit by the two before, when they got beat down, they would have said, hey, let's see if the church has anything for That's us. Good. Yeah. But they're not going to because we went to sleep. We quit being we quit being the Soft. place to help them physically. We said, you know, be warm and well fed for all your problems. But if you'd like to attend our church, we'll pray for you. Yeah. And wow. And it's, you know, I'm, I'm over-exaggerating, but it is the international church. It's kind of where the church is, where we did not try to be the place that bandages their wounds, Good Samaritan stuff again. We did not try to be the place for their fire, you know, fire 
resources where you, right. the house burns down where do you get help the church you know you get mugged where do you you get you know you're you're fired where do you go for help well yep. the church has a program might be small but it's a little help you know let's go there yeah uh, the members of the church are not taught to sacrificially give anymore because that hinders numbers from attending mm-hmm. so i think that more than anything is how we ended up not being the message we're sending that keeps people out of the kingdom is it doesn't cross their mind yeah. Now, to when look Katrina for, look to a Christian. Yeah. When Katrina hit, the Christians went to New Orleans. Christians, mm-hmm. Christians went in droves. Yeah. And there was a lot of comment about that. Man, the Christians came from all over the world. The Red Cross came too. Mm-hmm. Non Christians came too. But who stayed? I remember two years later, Christian groups were still going. I remember 10 years later, some church had been doing mission trips every year to New Orleans to help the people recover from Katrina for yeah, 10 our years. Yeah, Canadian church sent uh, Mennonite disaster services. Wow. Yeah. And they were just building uh, building houses there Pretty for cool. like five, seven years afterwards. Yeah, and and really helping people. The church was a... So there yeah. they found out the disaster relief of the church was mm-hmm. one of the best things on earth. If that was a common thing, you know, Katrina's now quite some time, 15 yep. years, 16 years ago. Well, hurricane season is starting again, so... But Careful. nonetheless, you the know, nonetheless, that's what how we taught people not to. We conditioned them, really. We never said, hey, don't come to the church. We got nothing for you. And we might have even had a closet that's for them. We might mm-hmm. even had resources set aside for them. But because we didn't communicate it, we didn't it. we didn't make it to where we're the place we want you to come to us. When you have trouble, come to us. Yeah. We didn't see it as an opportunity to show the love of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Why do you do this? They always ask us here at the Father's house. And our answer should always be the same. We love Jesus. Well, that's because, uh, well, it just reminds me of when I got here. I think since I've been here, there's been a whole bunch of things that have happened that the Father's House, and I'm not just talking the organization, but the people have really stepped out. So we got here and we got here in August and in November, Paradise, California burned down. Mm -hmm. Right. And it came, the fire came. We could see the fire from here. Yep. And uh, and we had the worst air quality in the world for about four weeks. My my family had to go somewhere else back to Colorado uh, because our our kids were having health problems. But we worked. We didn't stop working. We worked extra. That's right. And we were in we were in uh, giving out stuff. We were sending people volunteering to go in and serve meals or play music at the the shelters. Oh, yeah, that's right. Right. And we were we were working around the clock for that. And I was I was really impressed by that. And then we were that was November sixth, I think it was, eighth. and we had already eighth November eighth. Yeah. We had already shut down registration for our gift of hope. Correct. We had about fifteen hundred kids already signed Christmas up. Assistance. That's a lot. That's a lot of Christmas gifts yeah. to find for people already. And uh, within about twenty four hours, you, you know, your the church staff team came together and said, "All right, well, we're just grand." joining the campfire victims anybody who's campfire related you're gonna get it not just the kids either but the parents too right with i remember the wall of instapot 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 was the big thing back then it's like it was like the one of those shows you get an instapot and you You get get an instapot but you know what (laughs) happened after that so there was there was the fire and even before we got here there was the flooding that happened in this area and the (laughs) dam that almost broke down and but I worked the front desk for about a year after that. Wow. And it wasn't it wasn't like two days wouldn't pass without somebody calling or coming in saying, you helped my kids get Christmas gifts. 
and I just lost my job. What wow. can you do for us? Wow. That's or, awesome. um, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Right. And then all, and it wasn't just that, but Hey, I'm back on, I'm, I'm back on my feet again after you guys helped me two years ago with this or a year ago with this or a month ago with that. And, uh, I, I want to come to church. What are your service times? That's amazing. It is right. Or, or even it just as well, like, Hey, you helped me one time and I was wondering if you got anything for food. That's right. It's like, Oh yeah. Food banks every Friday. Here's that's what awesome. you need to do. And that's what we need to be. And that's, that's a church doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Hen- as Henry or- was out there helping us today. Henry's a fire victim. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he's been real faithful, isn't he? Yeah, he yeah. joined the church. Shout out, Henry. And so yeah. that's that's something that's just I, I've noticed and I really love. That's what I saw. And one of the reasons I wanted to move my family here and be a part of it is because I want to learn whether I'm here for 10 more years or, you know, two more years or mm-hmm. whatever. I want to learn how to be the church where I'm at. And so good. Not within walls, but within walls and without the walls that's right. and everywhere, right? I like I like that a lot. I, I mean, you know, when you say that, it, it just makes me so proud. Yeah, it does me too. Does, it makes me cry. I just well up with pride. It's for like because you know, it's. I think I was actually in North Carolina when it happened, and you guys worked tirelessly, and and the and the, and the tr- actually, kudos to the whole church of Oroville because oh yeah, it was every every stepped church up. really stepped mm-hmm. up, and yeah. and in Oroville, I believe I'm really proud of the church, not the Father's House of Church, because. 21 years ago, there was nobody, really, honestly, there was no churches outside the buildings doing the, the deeds of Jesus, the acts mm-hmm. of Jesus. And now now Orville is really well, I, you know, really well defined with the acts of Jesus. And yep. I'm, I'm really proud of the Father's House. I'm really proud of every church in Orville. Yeah, they're really, me too. They're really stepping forward. And I, I think... Outside the four walls. I think you saying that, you know, just being on the, on the um, front line of the desk and hearing those things, mm-hmm. that's what we want. That's, that's what, what we strive we for, yep. that we continue. And that we were actually uh, praying the other day, saying, you know, we're not sure that everything we do, we're going to we're going to do it the same. Everything feels like we're coming into a different season. Life feels like it's just chaotic. I was talking to someone today. It just feels like there's this. You said it. You get up in the morning. You're like, I don't know if this is going to always be this way. Yeah. I've taken things for granted. Yeah. I'm kind of scared sometimes. Yeah, when you know, when you don't know where your next slice Correct. of toilet paper is going to come from, yeah. it really puts things into it perspective. Puts, yeah, yeah. I just stole some. Right. Um, but anyway, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but anyway. <laughs> I didn't steal it. I just was played a joke. But anyway, um, it is um, so be in the church because people are so scared. Somebody said to me recently because it's hard to understand the paranoia through the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. And somebody, one of the um, pastors said, you got to understand that if you don't know where you're going, if you don't know you're going to go to heaven and someone has a deadly disease that can kill you and you're not wearing a mask, it causes for a lot of fear and anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the world right now is, is, has a lot of fear and anxiety. And it's like, the, it's just a message of Jesus. Just read Jesus and then live Jesus. And don't X out the, um, the, um, any, anything you don't agree with. You know, it, it's Steve's message on Sunday. It's like, it's, it's Jesus saying eight woes. And Whoa. it's, it's like, you know, some of us Christians think, oh, Jesus is so soft and kind of mealy, kind of meek. Yeah. And you read the, 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 the woes. And you're like saying, whoa. Yeah, he said like brood of vipers, right? And you said that's like preg- pregnant snakes. I breeding snakes. Right. Brooding snakes. Breeding, brooding snakes. Breeding snakes, right? Breeding, brooding Reproducing snakes. snakes. Reproducing snakes. Snakes that make snakes. That's what Jesus said to these people. These people thought they were doing, the, the Pharisees probably really thought they were doing well, mm-hmm. you know, and the religious. And, and I just don't want to be religious. Yeah. And I 
can be religious and mm-hmm. I you know and I just want to stay away from religion as much as possible yeah. that's one thing that that's been on my mind since Sunday because we we preached a sermon on Sunday we moved on Wednesday oh wow and and I've experienced a lot of breakthrough in the past year I don't know if you if you listen to the podcast for a while you could probably hear it in my voice wow um, I have yeah, and you, you, you listen listened. to the podcast yeah. so much Have that we, we put you on. That's right. I'm Steve number one fan. I listen to all of them. Yeah. But We're number fit one fans. How do you know Let's I listen to all of them? Because you, you, get you, me, you get me to help you put them on your phone. You're in yeah. surveillance. Well, I can watch. I can tell. Are where you like people, the NSA, Max? No, but I can, I can see where people listen, well, he's but I can't working. tell if you listen. But He's always I, I know if you share you. on Facebook. <laughs> That's right. So. Anyway, you said you've changed in the last year. I'm in a good spot. I feel like... I've got a lot of good momentum. You do. And, and How lots come of I things. never get a chance to share on Facebook? You just interrupted him again. Sorry. I'll show you again? on your phone. You, again. You, Steve again? got a new phone. We couldn't figure out how to silence it before we turned it's it on. It's a 10X. It All right, go ahead. Go ahead. So lots of good momentum. <laughs> got a new house that's a lot bigger. My kids have space to run. So cool. I've got, uh, I've got just, a, I don't know, a piece, more peace than I've had for a while. Springtime. It feels great. Yeah. And I, I'm thinking to myself, it could be very ja- dangerous at the same time, right? Like I, I got this new space so I don't have to keep pushing or yeah. I don't have to keep being uh, dependent on Jesus. Or I've got this new, um, like I've achieved something, like my relationship with Jesus, I've achieved something. He's helped me achieve something. So, cool. so then I, need, I don't need to keep going after him. So good. And I, I think that, yeah, I've been thinking in in this abundance and with all this stuff going on, man, I really need to make sure I do the right stuff with it. I need to keep being generous. I need to keep being thankful. I need to keep, you know, talking to people that help heal my wrong thinking. That's right. right. And um, and so that's been really big for me. So whatever whatever we're doing, we need to keep doing. Right. Absolutely. I feel I feel like through this time. um what the, the general consensus of the uh, staff is and the team is that we need to run faster because the time is short mm. and there's people right on our right on the you know breathing on your neck to you need you want to continue to be out in front if you're a leader you need to continue to run because you're a leader and you need to continue yeah. to help people with their wrong thinking and uh, I, I think for me it, for me everything that's happened has caused me to to focus more on Jesus you know you don't know what you got till it's gone and so being real thankful every morning when i get up that this could this could be it yeah i mean that it's really caused me to think that this life could be over mm-hmm. not in a fatalistic way i mean to be absent from the body means to be present from christ i'm my bags are yeah. packed i am ready to go <laughs> yeah. there's a song i could i could break out but i'm not going to do it and okay. uh so <laughs> right she's wanting me to break she want me to break go out ahead, so she can sing along with go ahead my bags are packed I'm ready to go. I'm standing. I'm standing. Here. Here. Outside your door. Outside your door. Hate to wake you up. I hate to wake you up uh, to say goodbye. There you go. There you go. I'm leaving leaving on a Jesus plane. plane. Don't know when I'll be back back again. again. That's John Denver, right? Oh, come on. Oh, come on, man. Peter, Paul, and Mary? But John Denver sang it too, right? Oh, man. How would I know? I don't think he He did. He did. You yeah. mean in the shower one day? <laughs> I don't know. As his plane crashed? Okay, I'm a millennial. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, old John Denver did, and the Peter, Paul, and did, Mary. I think those are two he completely different. He did die in a plane crash. He did die. Yeah, it, was a, it was a, it was a, um, experimental. He, he made it. Anyway, I hope he made it to heaven. 
So, so what were we talking about before we broke out in song? I don't know. <laughs> Luke, what were we, we talking about? I asked keeping you. I asked you what you thought. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> yes, I did. So I Vic, okay, let's. Vicky's bags are packed. She's ready, ready to go. But right. we're talking yeah. about talking about not knowing what's going to happen next in life. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, good what's job. What's going to happen for me? Because <laughs> I'm going to love Jesus. Good answer. I'm going to concentrate on loving Jesus. I'm going to read his words and act upon his me words too. to the end. I want I want to finish the race further up and farther in. I want to cross the finish line. That's all I want. I want the word said, enter in my good and faithful servant. Mm. I want to bring a lot of people with yeah, me. Yeah, I really want to bring them with me. And I hope I do. I hope I do. I, I want to keep That's I want to I want to preach the message of love and he his his message is obey me. And so what do you want to obey? <laughs> love one another as I have loved you. And I I got a life. If I had a new life today, if I could start over today, I still and got to keep everything I have knowing, you know, my knowledge. Yeah, I still wouldn't have enough time to mm -hmm. to perfect that one command. So good. Yeah. To try to love like Jesus loves? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. If you, you know, and I don't even know. I was talking to the, that guy from the fire, the fire victim in our church yesterday, and he was asking me about forgiveness, and I was trying to explain forgiveness. And he, he's like emphatically saying, so you do this. And I'm like, well, I hope I do that. You're going to do that. And I said, well, that's my goal. God will. I honestly right. can't tell you I can do these things. I can't, I don't know that I could die for my neighbor. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I could die for an evil man. You know, the so my son gets picked on back when he was a kid. I don't think I could die for those kids picking on my son. Mm -hmm. And that's what Jesus did. Yeah. So the only answer I have is I want to die for those kids. I want to lay my life. Down. I don't want to give up my comfort for them. I want to lay down my possessions. I don't want to hold anything that would block the haters from going to heaven. Wow. Yeah. I want them to. I don't want anyone to miss heaven. I know they're going to, but I don't want to be the reason. I don't want to be the obstacle. Jesus said to the Pharisees, you know, you're not getting to heaven and you don't let anyone else get there. Hmm. And I'm like, what a thing to say. It's horrible. Yeah. Heaven forbid that I should ever hear such a thing yeah. said to me. I want to block no one. You know, I, w I want I want that. I want to see everyone get invited in. Well, I think that's a great place to stop. I think that was a really good conversation. Sometimes in, in tough conversations like this, we haven't said anything crazy controversial. It's like, all right, well, we sang a song. I said it was the wrong person. Yeah, Just old John at, Denver. Let's leave it I at think that. I actually the most think he did say, do you it. You had a chance to hit that one right no, out I of think, the park. You had see, to go yard on that John one. Denver did sing it about? after uh, Peter, Paul, and Mary okay. in the 70s. Well, the Peter, Paul, and Mary, that's biblical, right? That's yeah, that's, kind of, yeah, that's, that's what we talk about. We talk Christian about group. Jesus they're and Christian group. Uh, Peter, Paul, and Mary. We talk yeah. about Jesus you know what else they and sang? pop culture from the 70s. They sing, and which is another Christian song, I'm sure, is Puff the Magic Dragon. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> he lives yeah. by the sea. Let's, let's leave that one. <laughs> let's, let's leave Bless that one. Bless Peter, out. Paul, and Mary, wherever they are, Lord. <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening. I'm going to I'm going to post Steve's sermon. Yes, on YouTube listen to it, watch it, and uh, I'm going to put it under the podcast description too. You can share the uncommon truth with Please people do. who want to hear, uh, or people you think need to hear yeah. some of this uncommon truth. It's uncommonpodcast.com. When you click on that, it'll take you right to a spot where you can listen to the the show and download it. 
if you've got time, if you're not driving or, or doing the dishes, you can go ahead and like or actually subscribe and make sure you never miss an episode. And we'd really love it if you left us a five-star rating on, on iTunes because that just jumps us up the charts. We're in the top 200 in wow. Christian podcasts in the U.S. I'd like to get the top 100. Wow, that'd be spectacular. If, uh, if we're still going as an earth. <laughs> God willing, the creek don't Hey, it's 2020, we'll man. We're going to we'll, see we'll, clearly. That's we're right. going to keep making podcasts. Whatever Amen. Jesus. So, thanks, guys. Have a great day. Somewhere. Yeah. Amen. See you guys.